your ear about comedy, concerts, and beer. Pilsners, loggers, and IPAs. Liquid courage just to take the stage. Backstage pass, got you feeling right. And everyone's welcome like an open mic. Getting drunk, waiting for the last man to fall. When it's time to take a shot, we yell, Cannonball! Jokes got you smiling from ear to ear. Our beverage of choice is beer, man, beer. Get back and relax while the beer foam settles. Now here's your hosts, Johnny Benson and Keg Kettles. Kettle, what is going on in Shelton? I'm stuck in Milford. We're in quarantine. This is not our comfort zone, but how are you making out? Yeah, you're right, man. It's not our comfort zone. But we got beers, and we have a great panel if we're going to talk comedy concerts in beer, man, beer. Yeah, we do have a good lineup, man. Good lineup. Uh, here we are once again, Johnny B. That's it. And with us today is the Breeze, Breezy Hiltz. Hey, Breezy. Hey, hey. And all the way from New Jersey, we got Sean Morton. What's up, my friends? How are you? I'm drinking a beer. I put the scotch and the whiskey down for you guys. How about that? We appreciate that. And as a true Irishman, you are definitely a whiskey guy. Just half. Just half. Slow slow your roll. Only half. Only half Irish. Only half. Only half. You look full Irish. I look full Irish, but I am half Italian, my friend. Oh, double trouble right there. Double trouble. Eat and drink too much, buddy. Oof. But uh, so what kind of beer do you, you have today? I have a Lining Kugel Summer Shandy. Ooh, a Shandy. Yes. I am, I'm not a gigantic beer guy. I will drink one of these. I will drink a Blue Moon once in a while. I like me a Guinness. Uh, and I like Arrogant Bastard. Which is very uh, strong, and I like it because is that I'm an you're Irish bad. and Italian. Yes, Irish Italian. <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely on the right show for arrogant bastards. Yeah, that's right. Speaking of arrogance, I've got to say, hey, we're an award-nominated podcast now, Keg Dallas. Yeah, nominated for nominated best in podcast in Connecticut. Connecticut Magazine. You can check out Connecticut Magazine uh, on Facebook or Instagram, and you could vote for us for best of. Connecticut podcast in 2020. We're up against three NPR shows, a Broadway show, and a show called Mangina. Mm. <laughs> Mangina. So, uh, you said Mangina. Of comedy concerts and beer. Breezy Hills, what are you drinking in that glass? That looks like a great glass of beer right there. It is a delicious glass of beer. I told you, I was telling you earlier. Jay, you were uh, grabbing your beer, but it's my new obsession I have. I get like a six pack of this now. The past like two weeks, I've gotten a six pack of this. And it's called Mind Haze IPA. Yeah, it's delicious, man. I, it's from Firestone Walker Brewing Company, and it is very, very good. Where it's are they not out of? A, huh? Where are they out of? Oh, um, hold on. I didn't look. They are out of uh, California. Ooh, a little West Paso Coast Robles. Paso uh, Robles or Peso Robles. I don't know. It's Spanish. Peso Robles. Peso Robles, yes. <laughs> 
Hey, listen, uh, it's it's good. It's I'll very it. good. It's really good. Is it juicy? It's juicy. It's juicy. It's not mm. super dry. It doesn't like punch you in the mouth like a lot of IPAs do around this time of the year. Um, I I I've been drinking this like it's a session, but it's six point two percent, so it's definitely not a session. <laughs> Sounds like a party to me. With the ease of one, which is really nice. We're drinking the same beer. We got the uh, New Belgium Voodoo Voodoo Ranger, right? That's right. Five IPA, and it is nice. It's juicy too. Yeah, Beecher gave us the the, uh, the IPAs, nineteen eighty five. Keg, what do you think of this beer? I like it. It's tasty. It's got a nice yeah. juicy taste. It's it's definitely crushable. It's a very light IPA, to be honest with you. I'm going to go in for a sip right now. Ooh, yeah. It's got a little fruity taste to it. Definitely a nice beach. Sit on the old uh, folding chair on a nice breezy day. And uh, 1985, though, does this uh, give you any fond memories of 1985, Keg? Do you have any uh, good memories of uh, – I have some good memories of the 1985 Chicago Bears winning the Super Bowl. Oh, the Super Bowl shuffle. That's right. That's mm. with the big fridge. Yep. That was uh that's when football went pop culture, right? Sean, do you remember nineteen eighty five? Uh yeah, I mean I'm not I'm I'm almost the same age as you. I'm I'm forty three. <laughs> okay, so, so we got a couple of years on you. <laughs> You're almost a few. But uh no, I mean uh nineteen eighty five was a great year, man. I mean WrestleMania won, right? Yeah. Yep. WrestleMania, nineteen eighty five. Yeah. Uh, let's see. John Fogarty put out uh, center field. Yeah. Uh, what wow. else? Live Aid. Live Aid. Correct. We are the world. Nah. All the fans came together for Ethiopia. You're not a fan of Live Aid, Keg? Nah, no. No, I, I like Live Aid. I thought it was a good concert. Breeze, you don't remember 1985, right? I wasn't even fucking born yet. <laughs> I was even born. I wasn't. I was born in '89. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's too funny. I think Keg and I were uh, freshmen in 1989. Chris was born. My my hubby, Chris, yeah, we were. was born. Ah, right. It, does he have any good memories of 1985? I don't know. He was one. He's quiet. He's quiet. <laughs> oh, so man. just to give a little more talk about this beer that we're drinking, Johnny B, this is a juicy mango flavor. Mm. And it comes in at a 6.7 ABV. Ooh, so that's got I'm, I'm going. This is nice and crushable. It's got a nice mouthfeel to it. It's not bitter. It also has uh, Citra, Simcoe, and Cascade hops. Yeah, that's Ooh. almost like a high C flavor, like an ecto cooler. Kind yeah, of. you know, this day and age with this uh, this virus thing going around, you got to keep your uh, your vitamins vitamin levels up. Plenty of vitamin C, indeed. Now, uh, let me ask our comedians about some comedy now, because I know you guys have been doing some comedy uh, by whatever means necessary. Sean, I, what kind of shows have you had going on? I did Any two live Zoom shows so far, uh, which were interesting, doing comedy from your dining room with uh, no pants on. So that's a big plus. That's a big plus. I've been doing these live feeds every night uh, just to keep my mental sanity going. I'm a huge fan. Oh, thank you. Uh, I try and go live from seven to eight. I was doing like lists and stuff, like the best of list, and I just started realizing that it would either be 55 minutes of greatness or seven minutes of greatness, and I'd be struggling for the next 53. So 
now we're just bullshitting every night. We're just talking, and it seems to be going a lot better. People are enjoying it. People are saying it's a little distraction for them to, you know, forget about what's going on. They can just talk and hang out and have a good time for a little bit. So that's all I'm really looking forward to is just to bring a little joy for some people, you know. Breezy, you were in the theater recently, right? I was. I went down to the Norwalk to the to the Norwalk um, to the Wall Street Theater, and the Fairfield Comedy Club was doing a live stream show with myself, Dan Calway, and Beecher and Joe Jerks, of course. Oh, and, the lineup! Too bad there couldn't be an audience. Yeah, I mean, you could have watched it from home. They were live streaming it, and I think it's still available on their website if you wanted to watch it. Um, you just go to wallstreettheater.com um, and then like backslash live comedy or whatever. Uh, but it was pretty cool. That was fun. As far as like Zoom shows and stuff, I've only really done uh, some Zoom open mics and writers groups. I haven't done any Zoom shows just for the fact that I'm considered an essential worker. So I'm still working during the day. So I'm I get home, I kind of fall asleep by the time all the excitement on the internet starts. <laughs> so I got a question about these uh, gigs, like Zoom gigs. Are these paid? I mean, can people like buy into watching these Zoom gigs or is this yeah. all free? Um, well, the first one that I did was a fundraiser that I did for a friend of mine who books me a lot in Connecticut. So we, we donated our time for that one. But it was a buy-in, and what we did was we raised like uh, twenty hundred dollars for a, a Connecticut charity. That, oh, that's uh, cool. Out, they give out gift cards to first responders as a thank you. So wow. I thought that was pretty cool. And the second one was actually just a uh, a company that hired us privately. So they set up the Zoom and everything. But there's a lot of people who are doing them, um, like solo shows, forty-five minutes. They're charging like five bucks, ten bucks to get in. But I mean, you could make money feasibly but it's a little, it's still very, very different than what we normally do. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> this is different what we're doing now. Oh, sure. Yeah. Just not the same, man. You know what? I'm going for cannonball. it. Cannonball. Is it oh, cannonball shit. time? Cannonball <laughs> time is it's time to do a shot. Sean, are you in for a shot with us? Uh, I would have to leave and go get one, but yeah, I could do a shot. Sure, we got time. We got time. Yeah, I'll, uh, oh, that was heinous. Oh, that was heinous. This is a mixed drink in here, so maybe I could just take a shot of that. How about that? Yeah, take a shot of that. That's good. Go what for what it. do you got? What are you mixing up? Oh, that's uh, a little harsh. Oh, it burns. It's Tito's and Walmart grape drink. Woo! If you go that's in white trash, champions. you're going full white trash. That's what I'm saying. Now, Sean, I'm going to go for a little screwball peanut butter whiskey. Oh, I dig that, too. And uh, I'm going to put it in a New York Giants shot glass. Well, only way to go. That's it. Because you are a Jersey guy, Sean, in the honor of you. I am now, a being, fan. being from Jersey, is that like the law to be a, a Giants guy or a, a Bon Jovi guy or a Springsteen guy? No. Well, we also, you know, they have the Jets here, too. But you tend to, you, you tend to have more of a uh, Giants and Yankees uh, – combination and then you have more of a Jets Mets combination. Are you a Bon Jovi guy? Let's go huge Mets. Bon Jovi guy. Huge Bon Jovi guy. Okay. Huge Bon Jovi guy. How about Springsteen? Love Bruce. Absolutely love Bruce. Love Bon Jovi. Uh, Gaslight Anthem. All Jersey guys, I love them all. How about Tesla? 
Love Tesla. I just saw them last year. They were one of the best show, uh, one of the best sets I saw all year last year. They were fantastic. Yeah, they put on a good show. First time I ever saw them too, which was great. I, I've I've never seen a bad Tesla show. Yeah, I was very impressed actually. They were like the opening band. It was like them and Joan Jet and uh, Cheap Trick or something like that. And they were the opener, and I was like really glad that I got there early because let me tell you something, they were off the charts. Yep. Yeah, we saw them open for the Scorpions, Mohegan Sun, a few years back. Solid. Thanks for thanks to Craig Gas for the hookup there. Nice. And uh, what do you have a, a shot bunch of times at Oakdale? Bree, what do you do a shot of? I did a shot of tequila. Oh, awesome! Look at this thing. Thing is a monster. It's bigger than she is. Whoa, breezy! Wow. Oof. Too bad we all can't be to see. I miss parties, man. We frequently make margaritas in my household. <laughs> smells like a blast. So we're in the situation here. And Sean, how many tickets to concerts did you have burning in your pocket? Uh, I think I counted 18. 18 concerts. Wow. 18, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, some, some big ones, but some obviously like, you know, the $15 Groupon lawn seats. Best but, ticket uh, in the world. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But, I mean, I had a lot of great shows. I mean, I have uh, – well, Rage Against the Machine was the big one because it was on my birthday at Madison Square Garden. And that got pushed back till next next August. Oof. Uh, I was supposed to go to Volby Clutch tomorrow in New York. That got postponed. I had tickets for – That would have been awesome. Yes. I had tickets for – Not a fan of Clutch. Not a fan. And uh, – that was the one that really broke my heart. It was 35th anniversary of uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. They showed the movie on the <laughs> at the Beacon Q&A <laughs> with Pee-wee afterwards. Oh! Just watch out, he don't spunk on you. Yes, oh. exactly. But I, I mean, I had uh, Darius Rucker, Chris Stapleton, Guns N' Roses, All and Oates, Disturbed. All and Oates, oh my hey, God. Hey, we're going to that show. I mean, so many concerts. It's Look, we're not going to have any this year. And Live Nation pretty much said it yesterday. I hear you because I had two shows I was really looking forward to. So, like, I, I used to go to a crap load of shows at a baby, not so much. And I got two shows for the summer I was so stoked to see. And it was Alison Krauss and then Primus's Rush Tribute. And they oh, both the got... Yeah. 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 And I was super stoked. And now... Oh, to be determined. T the big TBD, man. <laughs> well, I think you're not seeing Primus because they suck. So, ah, yeah, whoa. Primus does suck. <laughs> Listen, I saw Primus open for Rush back in 92, 91, 92, and it was awesome at the Haven Coliseum. I just Primus. saw them open for Slayer last year, and that was an, it was an absolute abortion. Really? Yeah, it was horrible. Mm -hmm. Those are two bands that don't mix. They're so yeah. It was ends. it was uh, Phil Anselmo's new band, The Illegals, and they did all uh, Pantera songs, which was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And then it was Primus, and then Ministry, and then Slayer. How did Anselmo sound? Because the last time I saw Anselmo, great. really? Yeah, he sounded really. I'm very surprised because I heard him actually not too long ago. And he couldn't hit highs. He was a mess. And I was like, oh, man, I felt so bad for him. I was very happy. That's good. Because I saw him a few times up at the Meadows in uh, Hartford, Connecticut. And the first time I saw him was amazing. The second time I saw him, he could barely speak. He was so, so high on 
whatever he was shooting up. Yeah, now I think he's more. Uh, I think he's more leveled out now. So I think that kind of brings the voice back a little bit. Oh sure. Um, I think even on the Golden God Awards, he came out and he was singing, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is horrible. We'll go through that patch. I mean, Axel went through that patch too with Guns N' Roses, where you know the the fat Axel stage, where oh, yeah. he just knocks, where he could not hit any notes at all. And now, I mean, I I saw them seven times three years ago, and they were just he was just amazing. I saw you him at Hartford. I fell asleep. Yeah. That's when uh, Brian May opened up for him. Oh wow! That was right after uh, Freddie Mercury died, and uh, oh, Guns wow. N' Roses took him on tour, and it was just. It was just a boring show. It was absolutely boring. Me and three other friends, just we all just fell asleep. I don't know if it was because we were drunk or if it was just a boring show. But you fell asleep. asleep at a Guns N' Roses show. Yeah, I fell asleep at Elton John as well. That was boring. I fell asleep at an Overkill show. Yes. See, I, I don't know about that. that <laughs> well, I had sleep apnea at the time. And, oh, no. Yeah, and it was like 8 o'clock at night, and like, I hadn't slept the night before. And like they're, they're taping for a DVD. And then, like, there's you see all these cameras panning around and everything. And then you see this one fat guy just snoring in his corner like this. And they actually put me on the DVD, which is fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Breezy, you ever snooze through a concert? Oh, of course. I've been to hippie music festivals. <laughs> <laughs> well, one guitar solo lasts till, uh, from Tuesday to fucking Saturday. When that right? drum solo goes, man, and I'm up on the hill and I just smoked a badass joint, you bet your ass I am sleeping. <laughs> Sean, are you a weed guy? Okay, so I have to give you a little small backstory since we're on a podcast. So I had a, I had a regular day job for 19 years, mm -hmm. and I got laid off on Valentine's Day after, after oh. almost 20 years. So that's why I made the jump to full-time comedy. Great, no problem. The problem was I couldn't smoke pot for those 20 oh. years because we would get randomly drug tested. So now I'm smoking every night. Woo! Yes, I love it. That's I love time, it. Okay. I can't. I can't do too much. I can't do too much. I've learned my limit. So it's like two hits is good. Three hits is pretty good. Five hits, I'm a mongoloid. I don't know what the fuck is going on. It happened. <laughs> it happened. I was at my. I was on the island in my kitchen. And I slept. And I'm like. And then he made fire, and he was like, "Fuck." Dude, I, I stood there, and I actually said to myself. I don't know what to do. Like, I didn't know if I had to go to the left to go to the bathroom, go right to my couch. I was- A mongoloid. Oh my God. <laughs> two minutes, it was amazing. Oh, oh my God. God. That is awesome. I haven't heard the term mongoloid in so long. I love such, a great, oh, yeah. such a great term. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite word in the world. Next to the C Better word. than Neanderthal. <laughs> oh, see, I like so Keg called Cannonball, if you guys are up for a shot, I'm going to take one. Uh, this this uh, peanut butter whiskey is like drinking a peanut butter sandwich. That's so... If you mix it with uh, vanilla ice cream, it's fantastic. Vanilla ice cream? Oh, ice cream. I was going to that's so like, Johnny, I'm, I'm going to send you a nice care package of some tampons and Midol to go with that peanut butter whiskey. Well, I appreciate the thought there. Thank you. I'm always... I like gifts of all kinds. <laughs> I said that with lots of love, Johnny. I know, I know. We, we got love for the Breeze. Breeze is our, our drunken little sister. We always look out for the Breeze. Now, by the way, I did fall asleep in a Nickelback concert. How well, dare you? How dare you? How dare I? Export. 
Now, I noticed this in one of your live feeds. I did mention uh, uh, a negative way, and Sean did not like me saying negative things about Nickelback. Cheers. Sean, let's, let's hear your... Uh, your case on Nickelback. Why is Nickelback? Am I missing something here? Why? No, you're not missing anything. And here's the thing: like you were talking about Rush before, right? Now I'm not a huge Rush fan, but I'm a but musician. They have so much variety. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I respect them for their musical talent. Right? Yeah. Okay. They I write amazing that. songs. I'm just not a huge fan of them. So people put so much emphasis. It's Getty Lee. It's Getty Lee, isn't it? It's Getty Lee. It's, it's the voice. <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. But people you put too much emphasis on it. <laughs> well, we don't have to worry about Neil anymore. But uh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa! Oh. That no, was no, no, no. <laughs> fire. No. <laughs> it's no. a Jersey Listen. attitude. Sorry. Listen, I got yeah. the button. I can release you at any point in time <laughs> during this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to say that there's there's great bands that do great things. And they, some of them don't push the envelope. Like, I, I, and I, now don't take offense when I say this, but I call it chick rock. Eyebrows. I call it chick rock. You know, rock. what I mean by that is if you like, if you like hard rock and metal, you can take your girl or your wife to a Nickelback concert and they'll yeah. um, If you like metal, you can take your girl to a five figure death punch show. These are not bands that are recreating the wheel. They're not doing anything except writing catchy, simple songs. And Nickelback writes a very catchy, simple, hard rock song. And they're making money. And they make a shitload of money. And then when you see them live, the ratio of women to men is like eight to one. That's why we go to country shows. Wait, wait, I was going to say Nickelback Nickelback is the gateway music to country music. Do you realize that? I will say this. I saw them on YouTube. I've never seen them live. I've only seen them on YouTube. And... They get up and they play some awesome, awesome Metallica. And I'm not really a big Metallica fan anymore, but they play some old stuff and they sound awesome. So they they are a talented band. Oh, sure. You know, they, they just, just got caught up. Exactly. Bree, you, you hit it. Perfect. Boop. Right on that nose, brother. Hmm. <laughs> hey, Chad is a very good looking guy. I can watch him sing fucking nursery rhymes. <laughs> Did you like Chad more when he had the big long hair or the oh, yeah. David Spade haircut? No, long hair. I loved long haired Chad. But, but didn't he get like ugliest TV. man on on the planet? I thought no. he had like ugliest man on the planet or something like that. Beauty no. is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> you are correct, Johnny B. Don't say you never had a crush on an ugly chick. We all have, right? There is a lid for every pot or a pot <laughs> for every lid. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Absolutely. Did you guys do a cannonball? Uh, uh, yeah. I did. I did a oh. bit. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. I want to get too lit. Oh, okay. Don't want to get too lit. You don't know what we're we talking a, about. We need a cannonball board so we can keep track of our cannonballs. You know what would be cool? if I want to dip uh, my balls in it. Oh, my God. What? What would be cool? Be, well, it would be cool, but then I remembered... It's normally a podcast. We aren't usually doing like the video thing and people aren't watching. But the idea was that little, little uh, cannonballs that are lit up, you know, the fuse, you know, like little ones on the side. So it mm. counts how many. That would be so cool, right? Mm. Have you tried those uh, Captain Morgan cannonball shots? 
We yes. actually have one, yeah. You do. Yes. Oh, I did it at your place. It was gross. That is true. Yeah. And uh, we're actually going to take the label off and put our sticker on it. There you go, because you won't get sued for that. <laughs> oh, that's a cannonball. It's a beer man, beer cannonball, man. Sean, it's so funny you say that. I had, I got this Iron Maiden shirt that I fucking love because I love Iron Maiden and I'm, I like, it's, ugh, I, I'm not one of those girls that's crafty with like band t-shirts. You know how they get like, they, they tie this shit and whatnot. She's crafty. She's crafty. She gets around. Little beastie right. boys. Come on. Right. Okay. Anyways, we'll we'll go back to that because there's something that's like a movie or a documentary about the Beastie Boys that I want to watch and I want to see if you guys have seen it or heard of it. So let's sidebar that and go back. So Iron Maiden shirt, I got headshots done and I wanted to wear and I was like doing shots for comedy cards and I wanted to wear my Iron Maiden shirt and the photographer said no because I don't want you to get sued. It's very true. Yeah, it's very you gotta be careful with everything when it comes to anything you're putting out as far as content. I was like I would just do it to meet fucking Bruce <laughs> like just why not anyways <laughs> go on <laughs> up the irons yeah Kay's got baby Yoda <laughs> this is funny stuff man <laughs> but I've been enjoying Sean's lives because he's got a lot of good topics that we uh discuss one of your topics that was uh near to me is the underrated bands there's so many dude i mean wow are there ever so many uh, unrated bands out there i mean i always go i always start off with like some i mean they're kind of popular but like I think collective soul is a very very underrated band agreed 100 percent. you know yeah but they kind of killed radio man they did Collective Soul, they they just they couldn't stop playing their music back in the nineties. It just got so same with Hootie and the Bluefish. It's like, oh my goodness. I know that Bluefish. Yeah. I mean Hootie is you know, I call that Chad Rock, like with the guys who wear the, the flip flops with the beer opener underneath it. You know, oh, like, yeah. like Third Eye Blind, <laughs> Hootie and the Blowfish, that kind of thing. Yo, fuck you! I love Third Eye Line. <laughs> so do I. No, they're a great, they're a great band. You just gotta look yeah, at their. Suck. Uh, you just gotta look at their. Uh, their yeah, fans. you were talking about Darius Rucker before. I mean, yeah, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish. You know, I, I wish I still went to that show that Johnny went to. Still kicking myself in the butt for that. I did go to see Hootie this year, this past year, and uh, they played Hootie and the Blowfish. Not only played all their hits. But they also played the country hits from Darius. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, he does it oh. vice versa too. When he does his solo shows, he does his country stuff and he does the Hootie Greatest Hits as well. So, did he do the Burger King tune? Burger King tune. Yeah, that's where he. F Listen, if you go back in time, he did a Burger King commercial, country. And then right after that commercial, he came out with Darius Rucker doing country music. Oh, that's where Look all the it up. started all with the Look walk. Look it up. So who's be who's the better oh. country crossover? Do you think it's uh, Darius Rucker or do you think it's Aaron Lewis? Justin Timberlake. No, I'm oh. just kidding. That was a joke. I, I, wow. <laughs> I mean, if if you I'll look at, Darius. you know, for Aaron Lewis, you know, he's got some good country stuff, but he didn't get his due. That's the problem. Yeah, I kind of see him as uh, doing it to fill time. I think I so too. Really, I don't think his heart's really into it. I think I think Darius really enjoys when he's up there. I think he. I I, I feel the same way. 
know, Aaron Lewis, you know, is his country good? Absolutely. Yeah. It, it is good and gritty like any country tune should be. But, you know, Darius Rucker, you know, he, he's, he's capitalized on it. Oh, yeah. Um, we got Breeze. Breeze. Breeze, you got something on your mind. Huh? I can see it. I just went and got a new beer. Oh, what you got, Breezy? I saw a blank stare. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, is she there? <laughs> well, no, I don't like country music, so I don't like talk. I don't want to talk about it. Um, Why? Why? Come on. What? Listen, talk to us, Bree. Talk. No, I just, I, I, there's some, we're, we're here for I, you. We're here listen, for you. There's okay. some country that I like, but I'm more of a bluegrass fan. Um, when it comes to country music, like I could tolerate it when it's being held, when it's being played or whatever, but I just don't, it's not something that I, I will choose to listen to, but I will choose to listen to bluegrass. Do you like uh, also, the steel drivers? Have you ever heard of them? Oh yeah, of course. So do you I like really Stapleton? like, huh? Do you like Chris Stapleton? He's cool. Yeah. How about Jamie Johnson? Sure. Kind of the um, same. <laughs> so Chris, my husband, he listens to Chris Stapleton and he listens to like all that country um, and whatnot. And you know, I, it's, it's cool. I guess he tolerates, he doesn't like bluegrass. Like he's someone who listens to popular country and likes country but does not like bluegrass. How do you not like bluegrass, but like country? I don't. It's, it's I don't country with a banjo. <laughs> Come on. I'm just as fucking baffled as you are, bro, but he does not like bluegrass. <laughs> well, what I know about bluegrass would fit in a thimble. How about you, Sean? Are you a bluegrass guy? I'm not a super, I'm, I'm really not a big bluegrass guy either. Like I, I would, uh, I grew up on country. My mom is a huge country fan. Uh, and I'm talking like the old school shit, like really. Like, See, I like, I like, like, hear me, I love old school Willie Nelson. I love Dolly Parton and I love Hank Williams. And I, so you're you talking know, I like love the outlaws. Jennings. I just don't like the Kenny Chesney and Toby Keith era. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've listened to Martina, Martina McBride, um, but I don't like all of her stuff. Tim McGraw's cool. I don't like Big and Rich. Like I don't like any of that stuff. Last for me. I appreciate. I like Brad Paisley. I don't like his music, but I know he's an incredibly talented guitarist, and I can listen. Back to Wales on a guitar. He is he's phenomenal. Amazing. He phenomenal. is an amazing guitarist. He's he is Jay. You took the right. Phenomenal. He's incredible on guitar, but it's just not the type of music I choose to listen to. I don't know. I listen to the Grateful Dead and I listen to Mo. Some people don't like that, you know. And Mo, fuck you, man. Mo is amazing. <laughs> Mo, I hate fish. Okay, I really hate fucking fish. Listen, oh, I couldn't tell you. I like I like Swedish fish. That's about as far as I go when it comes to eating fish or being around. Well, fish, fish food by Ben and Jerry's is pretty good. I hate the band that it's tied to. And it pisses me off that the drummer wears Fishman wears a fucking moo moo like from Simpsons. Simpsons, like okay, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Show <laughs> um, you a fish guy? Oh, uh, no, because I hate patchouli and I love deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to hear a joke, Sean? Sure. <laughs> yeah, there's right. a dog's butt so, in the air behind you, Bree. What? There was a dog's butt up in the air. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my dog Nova. She's a dingo. Kind of um, looked like a like a mountain goat coming off a mountain. 
She likes to sit on the top of the back of our couch. I don't know. She's really strange. Um, so, ready, Sean? What's the, what's the difference between a hippie chick and a hockey team? Uh-oh. Hippie chick and a hockey team. Uh-oh. I don't know. Uh-oh. A hockey team showers after three periods. Oh! Talking oh. dirty! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little much. <laughs> Yeah, I was on a path train going to a gig in the city one time, and it was a day of a, of a fish concert, and I literally was dry heaving inside the path train. It just smelled that bad. Gross. Oh, brutal. There's nothing worse than a gross bathroom. I got to tell you, though, I, I know, Bree, you're not a fan of the Kenny Chesneys and all that, but I've seen most every popular country artist live, and they've all put on amazing shows, man. I, Kenny Chesney puts on an amazing show live. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he does. And a lot of the times I'm one of those people that will go and see a live show to give a band a chance because I love live shows. I know live shows are a whole different experience than when you're listening to a studio version of, of a song and even live recordings. It's not the same. Um, I'm sure the production of it is great and I, I, but the music itself doesn't move me. So I just, I wouldn't really take away and enjoy what they have to offer just on the music itself. Cause it doesn't move me. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be into it. I mean, like I, there's not all, all country that I love, but I, I would rather go to a country concert that I didn't know than like one of those collaborative like R and B or like rap concerts. I'll do the country every day of the week, you know, but again, it's very, it's very different because a lot of country now really isn't country that it used to be. Right. Country now. I agree with you there. Definitely. It is, it is overproduced. It's garbage. It's like they rolled out some cookie dough. It's dance music. It's Um, all dance music. That's what I I liken it more to like the next generation of Jimmy Buffett. It's horrible. I love Jimmy Buffett. I kind of see Kenny Chesney as like the next Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, I can see that too. But yeah. country music right now is overproduced, and it's basically dance music. There's some good, I, there's some I, very, I very good country out there now. I mean, unless you're listening to Stapleton or Jamie Johnson or some of that old raw country sound, like like uh, Waylon Jennings or you know even Shooter Jennings, mm-hmm. great stuff. See, for me, I mean, this stuff I, is horrible. I can't, I can't no. listen to it. Like I love the, the band, band Big Town that I think is amazing, and they just put a little out a Big tour. Town. Yeah. Oh, a little Big Town, yeah. Uh, yeah January good. for me, it's a perfect record. I mean, granted, it's not like uh, you know, there's not a lot of uh, individual writing on it. They do a lot of collaborative writing with country, but that's a perfect record, absolutely. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of great artists out. I mean, I think Luke Combs is fantastic. He just gets up there with a big red solo cup and starts wailing. Big fat dude, he's great. Um, Ashley McBride is a is a country girl uh, who's all about whiskey and fucking and drinking, and she's fantastic. Um, you know, uh, uh, then there's like the poppier stuff, like Thomas Rhett and things like that. But uh, listen, I, I anything that just invokes an emotion, that's what it comes down to. If it invokes an emotion, I like it. You know. Doesn't always have to be about. Like I'm, I'm looking in the background. I see you have a hate breed poster in the background. Look, I got a hate breed tattoo on my arm right here. Wow. You know, and 
but I'm talking about country for the last 15 minutes. So it's all about invoking emotion. Hey, listen, I listen to 40 swing and big band stuff. And everybody's like, you listen to big band? I'm like, why not? Because if there wasn't big band, it wouldn't be the music you're listening to today. You know, Glenn Miller, Cab sure. Calloway, it's all beautiful stuff. And listen, everybody makes fun more, of it. I can get more listening to Buddy Holly's greatest hits or Richie Valens or Jerry Lee Lewis than I do listening to anything on the top 40 right now. And that's going back 50, 60 years too. And uh, let's let's tip a 40 to Little Richard. He just passed away. Oh, yeah. Ship to Little Richard. Long, tall Sally. She's been sweet. Hey, what happened to the Breeze? What's that? She dropped off, it looks like. Oh, she's coming back. You lost the Breeze? Breeze is coming back? Here she is. Where's the Breeze? I want to give a big shout out to my buddy Mike Keegan, who is the Long Island Sean Morton. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, and I'm the New Jersey Mike Keegan, so it works out perfect. Um, <laughs> The, the funniest joke that I saw all weekend was rest in peace. Uh, no, it was uh, Roy from Siegfried and Roy and Little Richard, rest in penis. I, I saw laughed. that. I saw that. I laughed <laughs> for fucking 10 minutes when I read that. You son of a bitch. I saw like, it on Facebook and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, he's so fucking great, dude. We love actually, Mike Keegan. One of my favorite jokes about Mike Keegan is we constantly banter each other back and forth about Skechers because they're fat guy shoes. But I had to literally book Mike on a show in New Jersey that I was producing just so I can have a picture with me and Mike Keegan together to prove that we are not the same person. You don't sound alike. No, I, I, sound like a, I sound like a successful comedian. That's why. <laughs> oh, that's fired. Right? Bang, bang, baby. That's fired. He's my buddy. Sorry. I think I disappeared. You did. I had to go ask Chris because I I remember there's is there is this new country band I like they're called Deep South. Have you ever listened to them? No, I have not. No. They're very good. Very I'll good. Be back in one second. Keep talking, people. Sean's got to pee, man. What is all that stuff behind his chair? He's got like a museum back there. We we gotta ask him when he comes back. He's got wow. a lot of posters. I saw him the other day on live showing. So he he has a great collection of posters and. Uh, Couches he's been to. He's got a Yankee shirt hanging on his wall. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, well, you're a Mets guy, Keg. So. Uh, hey. So so what are you drinking? Me? Yeah, you. I'm still drinking you. Uh, I'm still on 1985. Thank you to our Beecher Taylor in Fairfield Comedy Club. I filled up a new beer. Is that a morning morning oatmeal oatmeal something or other? Chris got it for me. It's Founders Breakfast Stout. It's uh, chocolatey. Yeah, it's oatmeal breakfast stout, yeah. I don't like it, but I'm drinking it to be nice. Okay, so I what's think... in it? Explain, explain. All right, it's, explain. A double, it's a double chocolate oatmeal stout. So it's like mm. heavy duty, almost not quite an imperial stout, but on the brink of it. So it's really so, heavy because of the oatmeal. It's a little bit different than a milk stout. It's not as light and frothy frothy um how, how does the mouth feel you can't ask me i don't like it it's way too sweet it's super heavy you um, look like you're about to throw up i don't like it i laughed when he gave it to me i was like listen if you wanted me to just like pass out you should have just like put some chloroform on my face you know like <laughs> that's how well, I maybe you need to wash it down with a cannonball oh, oh, no. so so what are you dancing on 
ABV wise? Are we at like uh, what nine percent? It is uh, eight point five percent. Eight point five. Mine's four point two, guys. Oh, it's an appetizer. That is. <laughs> That That's is adorable. a yes. crispy boy. I will tell you, I, I'm not a beer guy. I'm, I'm more of a bourbon guy. That's okay. Are we, are we cannonballing? We'll, we'll I cannonball, have, yeah. I have one here. We'll cannonball this yeah, too. Cannonball. I'm a hockey guy too. Let's take a cannonball. I'm going to get nice and good after this cannonball. Sean, we've been noticing uh, when you got off the pee, we noticed your uh, the, the back here, your posters and all that behind you. You got a whole lot of stuff going on back there. This is my office. Yeah, this is... Uh, this is what 43-year-old men do when you don't have a child. You just buy wrestling figures and you buy uh, autographed shit. And I, I mean, you can't see it because we're, I'm, on, I'm on a desktop. If I was on a phone, I would give you the full tour. But I mean, I got like 100 pop vinyls over here. I have a whole section of the Joker and Batman. I mean, 50 wrestling autographs on here and my Larry Bird autograph and Mar Ooh, my Bird Harry. My Mariah Carey autograph. I yeah, you are a huge fan of Mariah Carey. So much so that I pray to her as well. You pray to Mariah Carey. That's excellent. There you go. Okay, are you a fan of Mariah Carey? Not so much. How about you, Breezy? Are you into Mariah? And actually, when her Christmas I'm music really comes on, I shut it off. Oh, in honor of Jerry Stiller, um, these pretzels are salty. <laughs> from Seinfeld. And yes, yes, Jerry Stiller passed away as well very funny so now here's he's, a question uh, do you pick him as george costanza's father or arthur spooner from uh King from kings and queens oh he's, you know, he's costanza's father. father father he yeah, invented absolutely. the brosier man or the <laughs> man's ear <laughs> somebody posted the jay buner clip you remember that one when steinbrenner said that 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 george had died and he was screaming at him why he traded jay buner yes pure yes. gold Pure gold. I love the move. <laughs> That's a great episode. Because I work from home, I get to watch Seinfeld like every day. So, yeah, I'm more, you guys watch I'm his more special? What's that, Bree? Did you watch his special? Jerry special. Seinfeld special? Oh, the 23 hours? Mm-hmm. I did, but I was kind of like busy, so I kind of watched it. Um, it was really good. It was great. I, I mean, based on what I've seen, yeah, it's really great. But I have to, like, give it my full attention to really get right. all. But, yes. And I'm hoping that he's going to start doing uh, coffee and cars. I love cars get, um, getting coffee with comedians, comedians and cars. Yeah. Am I the only one who hates Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, no. no, I don't think so. I think a lot of people do. But uh, Yeah, I'm just not a huge. Why do you hate Seinfeld? Let's I mean, I, I think the genius is there, but I think, I mean, as far as shows go, I, I prefer Curb Your Enthusiasm a thousand times. I love Curb. I love I can't Curb. stand it. I don't like it. Oh, that's just I, me. My favorite episode, well, one of my favorites is when he's boning the Pakistani chick from the deli across the street from the Jewish deli. <laughs> I love that episode. Mine is when he picks up the hooker. On the HOV lane when he stuck in I traffic. love the hooker. And she hooks up his daddy with some weed for his glaucoma. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sean, are you a Friends guy? No, I have a penis. Yeah. Oh! Friends sucks. Friends is terrible. I, it's so overrated, dude. Oh, <laughs> horrible. 
Horrible. It's oh my God. cliche set up in punchlines. It's like very smartly done dad jokes. That's really what Friends is. That's, well, that's brilliant. I am a big fan of Friends. And you can say all you want, but I can watch that show 24 7. I'd rather go through a colonoscopy. Like, well, oh, hey, man, that's your choice. That's yeah, well, your age, too. I have to watch that. Oh, such a dribble. We all could use a colonoscopy right now. That's true. You go use a cannonball. Yeah. Hey, listen, listen, baby. You, I take a lot of Metamucil these days because I'm getting older. Oh, yeah. You know something? We are getting old, but there's still a lot of old, a lot of much older people than us. And I ran into every one of them at Lowe's today. And <laughs> Did you really? Them, yeah, each old grandpa with a mask over their face, bitching and moaning that they were waiting too long in line to buy their mulch. Drove me up a fucking wall. That, but that's the thing. Where can we go? There's four. I, I can go to four stores. I can go food shopping. I can go to Walmart. I can go to Target, or I can go to Lowe's and Home Depot. Or you can come to my dealership and buy a car. <laughs> I can do that too. Corvette. Buy a Corvette. Oh, I'm I'm due for a midlife crisis car. That's a little. Hey, man. Small. Get a 2019, it's a collector's edition, last year with a regular front-end engine. <laughs> Breezy, I promise if I ever have money again, I'll buy a car from you. Yeah, whatever, bro. <laughs> wow. She doesn't believe I me. sold wow. an Aston Martin, guys. I sold. I know, I saw Aston. your picture. I saw your picture. An Aston Martin DB11, like, what? Yeah, but can you hook me up with a nice, sweet RAV4? That's what I'm talking about. Wow, I only thought Karen's drive yeah. fours. I totally, I, I always say I drive a lesbian soccer mom car. No, that'd be a Subaru, my friend. Yeah, I, I'm not that. <laughs> that would be an Outback. Outback. I'm close. Yes, yes exactly. Jay, Outback. fucking, I'm an Outback. Outback. Yep. Oh, my goodness. You can pick those out of a crowd. And they usually have a rescued dog that's almost a purebred, but it's but not because I got but it the from stick a stick on the back says who <laughs> so rescued who, it's right? Almost, almost a purebred. Almost. Oh my goodness. It's the most determined shepherd. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I went to a Melissa Etheridge concert one time where I was one of seven men at this concert. Hey, Johnny, tell about our experience at Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> uh, I, Sean, I, um, you start throwing stuff at me now, but I've been to more Melissa Etheridge concerts than you'd ever imagine. <laughs> really? And I saw her, all right, No Souvenirs Tour, New Haven Coliseum, oh. when she was I new. And um, it, that's when I, I, I was, I learned about lesbians because I've never seen any of them in person in before. Person. But I saw they were all at the New Haven Coliseum. And I noticed there was a huge line for the women's bathroom, but the men could just go pee whenever they wanted. <laughs> and, uh, but, but yeah, she was great. And I've, I've, I've seen her so many times. I saw her play You Shook Me All Night Long at a concert one time, which was, was wild. She, she always put on a good show, man. I, she's I, one of my nothing. favorite songwriters ever. What yeah, she's a great, great show. That voice, that raspy voice. That, oh, yep. it's so good. One of my favorite stories ever was... Uh, I was in I was in my old apartment and I was watching the Grammys and right after she had cancer and uh, yeah. she came out and the whole story was like she like slept like three days straight just to get the energy to, to play with uh, with Joss Stone and my friend texted me and goes come on dude she's a lesbian now she's got to fucking shave her head to be butch on top of it 
I'm like, she had oh. cancer, you fucking moron. Oh. Also, sidebar, I love Joss Stone, and I think she's very underrated. But oh, Melissa Eshridge is boss. I like Joss Stone, too. Yeah, I like all that. All that. But where has Joss Stone been? She, she hasn't been around in a long time. Oh, a couple years, yeah. No. She, she disappeared. What happened to Sophie B. Hawkins? Yeah. I saw her in concert. As Stacey yeah. Pressman. <laughs> you saw her? Uh, yeah. Wow. Sean, did you see her on the uh, Lilith Fair back in the day? Or? No, I saw her at some place in Massachusetts when the album first popped out, the first album. And uh, she has that great cover of uh, that Dylan song, I Want You. Yep. And every woman in that place was just holding on to another woman. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, off the top of you guys' heads, let's go around the room. What, what's your favorite cover tune? I'll start with that. Let's go, ladies, first. Breezy, what's your favorite cover song? Midnight in Harlem by Susan Tedeschi and Derek Strauss. Mm. That's great. Wow. Sean, you, sure, you probably have a list, but let's... Uh... Dude, I have hundreds of covers. I'll tell you, though, my favorite cover, I don't know if you've ever seen this guy on YouTube. His name is Leo Morricoli. He plays all the instruments yes. himself, and he does a cover of Adele's Hello. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yep. I think it's my favorite cover of all time. Yeah, that it's very good. He does a lot of lot of songs. Oh yeah. Uh, the one that that sticks in my mind. I I love Doro Pesh's "Whiter Shade of Pale." Hmm, that's a good one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Doro Pesh from well, Warlock. I wasn't wow. expecting that from you, Johnny. From, from Warlock, right? Yeah, yeah. But she yeah. does "Whiter Shade of Pale." She just belts it out, man. It's fantastic. Okay, Kettles, I know you got one in here, wouldn't you? Listen, the first thing that came to my mind was Holy Diver, Kill Switch with Howard Jones. Fuck yeah, man. So do you like Kill Switch better with Howard or with Jesse? Howard. See, I tend to agree. Uh, better singer. Howard has the most amazing range on any lead singer out there. He can go from this growl to this completely just glass-shattering scream. Jesse Leach, I like him, you know, with uh, the other band that he's in, uh, with, with Adam. Uh, I can't think of it. You know, but anyway, but, but the thing is, Howard Jones has such an amazing range that I wish he was still in the band. Times of Grace? Times of Grace, that's it. Yep. Thank you. Uh, I, I will tell you, when I see videos of, like, Jesse and Howard together on stage, awesome. and they do of heartache, it brings tears to my eyes because it's... Yes. I, yes. Love, I love seeing that. I love the fact that they're actually cool enough that they can actually still perform together. And they were actually on tour. They were yeah. going on tour, and like the, the George song, and. And the best song on the new Killswitch album is the one where they did the vocals together on it, too. Mm-hmm. I, 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 can't, I can't agree more. Yeah, but Howard Jones, think- love. Sean, I really love Mariah Carey's version of uh, Bringing Down the Heartbreak. I do, too. I do, too. I, I really like it a lot. Um, listen, she's an American treasure. You know, it comes, she comes along uh, once every 50 years or so. But can we bury her? No. Uh, oh, I, would, no. I would bury certain things in her. Uh, <laughs> uh, so does Nick Cannon, though. Do you really want to do that? Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> And uh, listen, we will be together at one point. We will. 
I stood online outside in the freezing cold for five and a half hours with, with another comic, Jess Sager, who was equally in love with her. And I got to meet her for a total of about eight seconds. And I will tell you that when you, sometimes you meet people when you only see them on TV or on or in uh, magazine and stuff, and you think, oh, they're going to look so different. She is drop dead gorgeous in person. I believe it. Drop and sweet it. as pie, too. Yeah. I said to her, you realize I love you, right? She goes, do you? I said, more than you know. And she gave me a little, <laughs> she gave me a little and sign my, sign my CD. Nice. You got that on the wall in the studio, huh? It's right here. Hold on. It's oh, right next to me. The shrine. The signed CD from Mariah Carey. Mariah on fire. I love that angel. She is a biracial angel, let me just tell you. Yeah, she is some smooth pudding right there, no doubt. Think of it this way, though. If, if her and Derek Jeter stayed together and they had a baby, that baby could feasibly be as black as fucking as precious. <laughs> Derek, like, they're, they're two beautiful biracial people, and they could have, like, like a little precious baby. That's the vodka talking people, just so you know. Hold on. Ah. You, you think she got the Derek Jeter uh, one-night stand package at the end of the night? Oh, how great is that? How much fuck you money do you have to have in your life that you could just have a ba a gift bag? <laughs> Did she have the, the gift bag? Oh. <laughs> the basket? <laughs> oh my god! I wish I could do that. Like, hey, here's a side mine baseball totally for you. Different. Mine would be like a crave case from White Castle. <laughs> It'd be like a Greyhound bus ticket. <laughs> it just would be totally different. Oh, no Sprouts, no <laughs> Tiffany. I'm really simple. Rock. I would just want a Cumbie, uh, Cumberland Farms coffee. <laughs> Hold on, and a breakfast sandwich from there as well. Oh, yeah. Because Cumbie's got better breakfast sandwiches than Dunkin' Donuts. I would have to agree on that. Well, you haven't been Definitely. to Jersey and had a Wawa then, have you? Oh, listen. We a Wawa here. We used you to do. have Wawas back in the 80s. Yeah, but they, they changed the Krausers. Krausers. Ah, we have Krausers here, too. Krausers sucks. They're dirty, and they're not a Wawa. Yeah, they're gross. I used to have a Krausers when we were underage that would not serve us hard liquor, but they would sell us beer. I'd be like, oh, Krausers had hard liquor? Yeah, we have we have liquor here at the Krausers. And uh, I'd be like, can I have a fifth of Jack? No, 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 you're too young. I go, okay, can I have five 30-packs? Sure, no problem. Wow. It was, it was the most asinine thing you could imagine. Hey, Bree. 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 What are you eating? Look at you. You look all guilty and stuff. What are you eating? Well, I have to First of all, I have to pee. And I'm eating these peanut butter stuffed pretzels to counteract the disgustingness of this stout. Then you're going to try it out from the out. pretzels. Pour it out or give it to us. Look, I'm trying to be supportive here. Chris tried. You know what? Speaking of pretzels, he uh, should get it handy for trying. That's it. Uh, pretzels. Let's talk about uh, Drunk Out uh, Drunk Out Packer for a minute. Also nominated in Connecticut Magazine's uh, Best of Twenty. You could go and check out uh, where to vote for them. They're in every bakery category. They're in for best bakery, best cakes, best uh, pies, pies, everything you imagine. Drunk Out Pack is nominated. Why don't you go and vote for them and give them the uh, give them the uh, go home Best of Twenty. And uh, while you're at it, go to the podcast section and vote for. Beer, man, beer, man, beer. Drunk Tron. Alpaca? Drunk Alpaca is a bakery in Shelton, Connecticut, and they bake everything with beer. They're on Howe Avenue great. in Shelton, Connecticut. 
that sounds like a great uh like death metal band name yeah yeah you know it does drunk alpaca and Where actually there are the uh the drunk gnomes what, what's what's oh. the gnomes the oh. drunk the drunken uh the drunken alpaca is the pie place yeah it's yeah yeah I, but what about the uh the gnomes the, the oh, drunken the gnomes? gnomes the alpaca gnomes that's it that's a band they're really yes. good benny yes, mccula exactly. is a really cool dude yeah i have a great shelton connecticut story Ooh. I, oh, do I, tell. Are, I'm yeah, from do tell, do tell. So my buddy was filming a documentary uh, years ago on Ted DiBiase. And originally, wow. yeah, originally it was about just incredible, the old ECW wrestler. So we go up to connect, we go up to Shelton, Connecticut to do some filming. And uh, I'm standing backstage and I turn my head and there's the honky tonk man completely naked bent over. And I see the turkey neck just dangling. That's not the great part of the story. The great part of the story is they start the uh, uh, national anthem and I turn my head and right next to me is Ric Flair because Flair is there with his son who passed away and he was wrestling. And I gasped I, like a fanboy. I went, because ah! Ric Flair was right there. In Shelton, Connecticut? In Shelton, Connecticut. And Flair looks at me and puts his hand on his arm around my shoulder. And he goes, I know, man, every time I hear it too, it gets me the same time being the Star Spangled Banner, and I go, I know, right? And we're both crying hysterical listening to the Star Spangled Banner with his arm around me. Then, So so where was that? Shelton High School or something? Uh, probably. It was some high school. It was some <laughs> wrestling company, like Big Time Wrestling or something like that. Uh, All right, Sean. But, let me, let me uh, bond uh -oh. with you on Flair Stories. Uh -oh. Actually, I'll keep it brief because you can always go back to episode 10 of Beer Man Beer and hear the whole story. All right, but, uh, I want to Come say on, cue, 19, cue the music. 1991, maybe, we were at the Meadowlands Arena there, uh, Uniondale, Long Island. Is that, am I right? It's Nassau. Nassau. Nassau Coliseum. Nassau Coliseum. After the wrestling show, we're in the back, and we see Flair going into a limo, Sting and Lex Luger going to a BMW. We follow them all the way to the Marriott Hotel. And we're like 19 years old. We couldn't get in the bar. We waited by the bar for Ric Flair to come out to go to the bathroom. In the meantime, Lex Luger goes by. Sting goes by. We get pictures with all these guys. And we're just waiting for Flair. And, you know, the big, all us big Four Horsemen fans get wrapped around. Flair finally comes out. We stop for a picture. He puts his arms around us, takes a picture. And we're like, we're, we're in awe, right? Then we get the picture developed because this is way before cell phones. Uh, <laughs> We got the picture developed, and the picture did not come out. It was it ended up being a picture of my buddy's face covering the part where Ric Flair was in. Oh. It was a nightmare. So we had this picture with Flair that we never got to see. I love getting the celebrity photo shit, the photo. I'm a big fan of that. I have, I have hundreds of them. What's I, some I, of your favorites? My, uh, my, one of my favorites was uh, my friend Anthony, who was the guy who was shooting the documentary, uh, had this weird fascination with CM Punk. Right. Uh, I like so for like years though, he would go to all the WrestleManias and then he would get punk and say, Hey, can I have a picture with you? And he would just politely say, No, thank you. And he would just keep walking. So we had when WrestleMania was here in Jersey the first time when it was a uh, Cena Rock, uh, we did the VIP access. So he knows that I'm a real dick and I would try okay. and ruin his picture for him. So we paid for the for the punk access. 
So I'm the first in line and I said, dude, I'm going to do something. He goes, please don't do it. Please don't do it. So I go up to Punk and I'm like, hey man, how's it going? He goes, good, man. Shakes his hand. And I go, it must suck signing autographs all day, huh? He goes, well, that's part of the job, man. And I go, bet no one gave you an autograph today, huh? And he goes, what? And I pulled out a headshot of mine and I autographed it and said, to CM Punk, I'm a stand-up comic and that makes me better than you, Sean Morton. And I showed it to my friend Anthony. He goes, please don't fuck up my picture. I have to get this done. I hand it to Punk and he looks at me and he looks at Anthony. He looks at me, looks at the autograph again. He goes, that's fucking awesome. I'm like, awesome. Oh, I so I take the picture. He's all smiles, right? And you're allowed to bring one thing. So Anthony has two things. And he goes, can I get these bolts signed? And he goes, you're a real prick. And then he, he takes the picture. And he's like this, just snarling at the whole picture. That's my favorite picture, I think, just because um, I tried to get him over. I, I really just tried to really fuck the guy over. But uh, I think that one. And then I met... Um, uh, I met Willie Nelson at uh, a, a, a book signing and I have a guitar here that I get autographed by everybody. And I go up to him and I say, Hey Willie, I've been a huge fan my entire life. He goes, thank you so much. And I said, my first concert I ever went to was your concert. He goes, really? When was that? I go, it was July 4th, 1981. It was you, Johnny Cash and Waylon Jennings and the Stray Cats. And he looks oh, at Stray me, Cats. Yeah, they were the opening wow. day. And he looks me dead in the eye and goes, no, nah, man, that wasn't 81. That was 83. I go, what? He goes, yeah, 81, 82. We were in Texas for July 4th. 83, we came up north. And I go, with all the amount of fucking weed you've smoked in your life, you remember a show from 27 years ago, 37 years ago. He goes, some ones you never forget. So I got a great picture of Willie. And that was part, that's one of my favorite ones because you know he's only got about six months to live. What happened to the breeze? She dropped off again. Breeze, breeze comes and goes, just like Karma Chameleon. There you go. Come, 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 chameleon. Sean, is there any uh, celebrity that you met and was a disappointment? Paul Stanley. Wow. Biggest dick I ever met in my entire life. I really? believe that. Yeah, it was a, um, and on the flip side, Gene Simmons was the greatest I ever met. So it was so strange. It was a, he was doing a uh, art gallery exhibit over the, at the really fancy mall here in Jersey. And they would not let anybody in to meet him unless you were buying a picture. And the smallest painting was $2,200. And it was like a five by seven. And he just ignored all the fans. He was just a complete raging asshole. And Gene, uh, yeah. and Gene on the flip side, nicest person I've ever met. As far as really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. Real dick. There's been a few. There's been a few that were just a little off, but you know, Ron, Ron Jeremy was one too. I mean, and without a doubt, the most horrible smelling person I've ever met in my entire life. Really? He just smelled completely like body odor and just like bad sex. Wasn't he doing stand-up comedy before? He I is. Was... He is doing stand-up still. Yeah, my friend manages him actually. And they really? take him all over the road. He's making a shitload of money, more than we ever will. But, but yeah, he was, he was a little weird to talk to. But yeah, we, we are, we're lucky that we meet a lot of cool people, though. Well, no doubt. We got a few few pictures on the uh, old Beer Man Beer Instagram. We got uh, a Tennille Towns photo with the Beer Man Beer guys. We got uh, Tommy Dreamer. We met Tommy Tommy Dreamer did a little uh, trivia at a brewery, and uh, we were down there. Check that out. That was fun. And Seven Dust. Seven Dust. We got our picture with Seven Dust. That's it. That's very cool. Also, yeah. uh, Wayne from Hatebreed. Oh, nice. 
We saw Wayne from Hatebreed at the Interrupters concert. You're a fan of exactly. the Interrupters. Love exactly. Love Exactly. Love them. Yep. We were That's doing the, when we were doing the interviews for the that documentary. Uh, we actually interviewed Scott Hall. And uh, so that really, was, Scott Hall. Yeah, that was an interesting uh, interview. And then we were actually we went there early, and we had tickets to a Giant game. So uh, I said, Scott, I have an extra ticket. You want to come to the Giant game with us? He goes, yeah, maybe, maybe. And he was on the phone with Missy Hyatt saying, listen, you got to come over to my room. Are we going to do this or what? And she was giving him a hard time. And he looked at me, he goes, you still got that ticket? I go, yes, I do. So I took Scott Hall to a giant game. Uh, nice. But he was fat bloated Scott, though. Like he was Fat really- bloated Scott, man. That's yeah. good Scott. But let me tell you, man, super, super nice. Uh, that was before the uh, Diamond Dallas Page workout. Oh, yeah, big time. Big time. And Sean, do you uh, do much uh, DUIP yoga? Or? I did it for a long time. I mean, I'm, I'm still down 100 pounds. Nice. And that's uh, that's still a major part of why. I, I mean, I, that's the thing. I'm a big dude, but like, I lose weight really quick. I just like my couch. But uh, the DDP works, man. That is some serious shit. Serious, serious shit. I'm a big fan. I love DDP, too. He's a great dude. Nice. He seems like a great dude. Anyway. That's okay. Um, you want to do that milk? What's that? The milksicle? Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. You want to do it? I got to grab it. Though, so. Follow right, me so. to my kitchen. Ooh, I got to grab it too. I don't know where Bree went, but I will go to the kitchen and I will grab our last beer for the show. This is a, uh, it's a mango IPA, right? Now you've had this before, right? I've had it. It does have the, uh, a, it's a milkshake kind of, that's it. It is a this- mango milkshake IPA. It's a creamy IPA. So that this beer that you had passed along, Johnny B, this milksicle, this is a Labyrinth beer. Yep. This is a Connecticut grown beer. Really? Yep. Yeah. Labyrinth is Connecticut grown. DT, man. How about that? So Labyrinth, great beer, man. It looks it. Yeah, that's good beer. This is really good. I mean, I get the mango. I get that nice citrusy kind of uh, taste to it. It's juicy. It's a solid beer. Absolutely. And I definitely get that, that lactose in it as well. Nice mouthfeel, nice and smooth. It's not bitter. I like it. So good choice, man. All right. Mm. Yeah, this is really good. It's got a nice, nice, very uh, aromatic smell to it as well. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely pleasing to the uh, nose. There's that creamsicle taste to it. Yeah. But I, I do get the mango that, that is floating in it. It's definitely good. Actually, it paired well with the 1985 IPA from New Belgium. Listen, that Voodoo, that Voodoo Ranger, that was crushable. Brought a fruity beer kick here, Sean Warren. I can tell. Well, you're a bunch of fruity guys, so it kind of works out very well, too. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. whatever. I'll bring up some some local Jersey beer when I come up to Connecticut next time. John, what are you drinking? Still drinking that Milksicle, man. It is good times. (laughs) That Milksicle is good, man. That is a good move. Are you are you slowing down on the drinks, man? Are you are you, are you partied out, Sean? I'm yeah, I'm 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 almost done. Guess we should wind it down, man. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of liquor. Yeah, I'm out of cannonball, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For a Tuesday night, I think we did a lot of drinking. All right, so Johnny, solid, not solid. Right, we'll go through our beers. Right, let's let's ask Sean about his shandy. Do you feel it? How was the shandy? Was it solid or not solid? Oh, it's always solid, man. I don't like the I don't like the orange one, but the lemon one is fantastic. So it's a solid. So now we were drinking uh, the 1985 that was given to us by Beecher from Fairfield Comedy Club. Keg kettles, solid or not solid? 
I'm going to go with solid. All right. That I agree. Crushable. crushable. It was so light and juicy, solid, crushable all the way. Very good. And uh, Bree Hiltz, where? Oh, she's gone. Uh, <laughs> Breezy partied out. Breezy tapped out quick. But I'm she trapped sure, out, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure the, the beer she might have must have been solid if she, uh, she enjoyed them so much. She tapped out on the show. Well, listen, based on that oatmeal stout she was drinking, yeah, I'm she, go she looked like she was not enjoying that beer. And, and you know what? I give her a lot of credit because her uh, is a fiance. She got a fiance. She's got a baby and a tarantula. Um, you know, he had given that to her. She drank it out she of love. She was taking one for the team, man. She, yeah, she drank it out of love. And Sometimes she you have like to have it. a drink out of love. You know, I don't know if she went, you know, like puked it up or what, but she didn't like it. So that, uh, I think that was a Founders Oatmeal Stout. I don't think she liked it. Uh, but anyway. But I guess. This was fun, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Do you have anything you want to plug, Sean? Uh, yeah, the only thing I wrote, I mean, we're not plugging comedy, so I guess uh, I'm going to plug the, the podcast that I do, Who's Your Band? Uh, oh, yeah. yes. I, I enjoyed your last episode. You had Vanessa Hollingshead on, who actually uh, oh. ever. <laughs> Vanessa Hollingshead recommended Sean to me. That's how I found out who Sean was. <laughs> All right, I got to shut up. <laughs> anyway. We love Vanessa. <laughs> Absolutely do. Cheers. Yeah, she's my big sister. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I love the- who's your band. It's uh, you know, it's on iTunes. If you want to watch the video, it's on uh, YouTube. We uh, as well have a studio that we do it from. We have a beautiful, beautiful studio. But uh, we can actually go back there now. But we're gonna wait for a little while, I think. But it's on you know all the shit. It's on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify. Podbean, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's our kind of show because it's all about music and all about bands and all that. Yeah, it's just like not – it's not two guys, like two comics just bashing each other. We're trying to, like, take two comics who love music. Uh, we get comics and artists and musicians, everybody, uh, get their life story, find out what they listened to growing up, who became their favorite band. We talk about that band for a while, and then we just go off the rails and we just start talking about everything else. All right, man. We'll definitely check that out. As who's your band, Who's your band? Yep. Who's your band? Who's your band? Okay, Kells, we got anything to plug? Uh, we, we might be at some beer <coughs> festivals if they're not canceled. But uh, Listen, everything is canceled, man. Everything's canceled. Everything's canceled. I get, we'll be, we'll, I, Zoom is the new normal, so uh, I get used to Zoom for a while until further notice. And, uh, listen, this whole new normal crap has got to stop. Yeah, I know, I know. I hate the whole, you know, catchphrase, new normal bullshit. All right. I'm tired of it. Well, well I'll tell you what. It is happening. Well, sure, Sean, we got we to gotta have you in studio after this bullshit. I would love to be in studio. Absolutely. All right. So I guess we'll close it out with a little. Uh... Oh, come better. Nothing, man. <laughs> Can you hear it? Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Get huh? Kill it. Oh, I killed it. All right, we'll kill it. All right, Gracie. Thank you guys. Thank Say good night. Good night, Gracie. Beer, man, beer. Cannibal. Solid. Cannibal. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Thank you.